You're listening to KK12 FM. KK12 FM's Why Yeah with Darren and Gianni. Hey there guys and welcome to the fifth episode of Wayang. I am Darren. And I am Gianni. For now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Forever I will be. Let me your I host am. for the show. Last show I remember we, we mentioned um there's gonna be at least two shows a month. So I guess this is the second show, right, Jenny? Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, that's why. And this week or this today la, basically. Uh-huh. Right? We're gonna talk about Mortal Kombat, Soul mm-hmm. and Promising mm-hmm. Young Woman. Mm-hmm. Three movies. Yep. And I do understand that Soul and Promising Young Woman was a movie that was released last year, wasn't it? In 2020. But because of the pandemic, the whole thing has been just dragged out. Oh, yeah. Fast forward to this year. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't watched the films yet, especially Pretty Young... Uh, pretty, pretty Young Woman. <laughs> Promising Young Woman can watch in the cinemas today if you want to. Mm-hmm. And they're all also Oscar nominees. So I guess these are great films. Yeah, are they? Well, we'll we'll find out. We will find out. (laughs) (laughs) There's guys. There's also a rumor about a fourth pandemic coming up. Uh, So it's rising. The numbers are rising. A fourth wave, you mean? You you. (laughs) I think we only had the first pandemic for our you know generation, right? (laughs) (laughs) You want me to three more? (laughs) So guys, with all that in mind, take care of yourselves. You want to go watch movies? Watch it now before. The mm-hmm. whole thing starts again. Yeah, um, and do so safely as well. Yes, just stay in your seats. Don't keep changing them. Wear your mask. I know it's difficult, but hey, come on, mm-hmm. let's just do it for everyone. Um, you know what's not affected by a pandemic, Jenny? What a what season? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's still going strong. Oh yeah, zoom <laughs> or no zoom? I know, um, and we have been discussing about the winners or even the nominees for the last few times that mm. we were on air. Yeah. So, this time around, we're going to talk about the Oscars. What do you think? Oh, Oscars. The last of the, you know, the big ones. Last of the Mohigans. Yeah. <laughs> they say that um, they actually have a no-zoom policy. So, I don't know whether to fly everyone in or... But, yeah. I don't know what they're going to use. Google Google Meetings? <laughs> but um, No, but they say they want to they wanna make it... Because they say this is the, the highest of the highest, right? So, I let's see. bring everyone in. Well, they can try lah. Hopefully, yeah. everyone's safe. That's all I can say. Yeah, and they all have the star status anyway to come to the country in and out as they please, I suppose. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. So, but <laughs> what do you think? Who are going to win? Okay. Yeah. Looking at our ballot here that we printed off the internet. Oh yes. <laughs> uh. Well, if we start with best picture, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this is a film I actually haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. but just based off reviews and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I think I have said it before. Um, Nomadland. Yeah, might I, might be my bet. Yeah, if if not Nomadland, I'll be brooding for Minari. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I feel like Nomadland is kind of a big one. I am actually agreeing with you on that one. Yeah. As well. Do you have any second bets? I think that's the one. Literally, is I don't know one those because mm. the one I really like, Sound of Metal. I don't think a lot of people actually watch that film. Yeah. Even though it was very well made. And we all know how the Academy doesn't watch all of the mm, films. So. <laughs> well, speaking mm. of which, uh, because of the best director, we talk, oh no, best film, we talk about best director as well. Mm, Chazza, Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Yeah. It's like the favourite yeah. guarantee right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you have the same actors in mind for like, say, actors and actresses? That is an interesting winners? one because we have, if like we go back to our previous episodes where I said that you know if you win one in the Golden Globes or mm-hmm. the you know critics most likely you you know you sapu everything you sweep everything yep. that was ha- what happened last year with Rene Zellweger and <laughs> um, Joaquin Phoenix right yes this year though if you just look at 
uh, Best Actress, we have Viola Davis, mm-hmm. Andrea Day, Vanessa Kirby, Frances McDormand, Karen Mulligan. Everyone except for Vanessa Kirby, they all won in all of the past awards. True. And they all won differently. It wasn't like... A, I don't think anyone won more than once. It might be Karen Mulligan. But otherwise, everyone just won once. No, you're not wrong about so that. So this actually. is a hard one, It's to an be interesting honest. one. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling Frances McDormand might win again. I Yeah, that's what I would think. If not her, then maybe Carrie Mulligan because of the hype for this film right now. Just, uh, just based on like hype, yeah. yeah. But, okay, don't get me wrong. She's a good actress. She is, she yeah. is. Um, I get, but for me, hype as well. It could be Viola Davis or Andrea Day. Yeah. It's just, it's definitely not Vanessa Kirby. As much as I love her so much in Pieces of a Woman, she was so good in it. It's just that, yeah, she got sidelined. It's not her time yet lah. Yeah. What I know for sure, animated film Soul is going to Oh, be. for sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Why are we even talking about it? <laughs> you, I you know, know, but it was... It. Yeah, it was good. I mean, there's still Wolf Walkers, but um, I guess Soul is the one. They've yeah. been... They won in every single pass award. And for score as well. Yes. So I think score will go to them as much as I love Minari score as well. Yes. But Soul score is way... I mean, not way better, but... It was better. good. Jazz, it's... you know what I'm saying, and all that. But Minari... <laughs> it was only 30 minutes of music, but it was still so good. <laughs> well, guys, wait for um, 26th of April, where we will find out who's right and who's wrong. Mm. <laughs> right? We'll see. Okay, in Malaysian time, is 8am to 11am, um, but I'm not really sure where to watch it or so, but I'll, I'll just be waiting on my Instagram okay. to see who's going to win. You wouldn't want to watch it yourself. Nah, I, can't, I don't think I can wake up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair that's, enough. That's it for now. Uh, don't go anywhere, guys, because when we come back, we're going to talk about movie reviews, starting with Mortal Kombat, only on KK Tove FM. FM. Don't touch the dial. I always wanted to say that. This is Asha and you're tuned in to KK Tove FM. Yes, it is I, Darren. And it is I, Gianni. Oh, are you sure? I, <laughs> I keep on doing this every set. Yeah, why do you say that every time? We are sure we are who we are. Sometimes, Gianni, we need to. <laughs> it's for anticipation. But guys, before the break, we mentioned our faves for the upcoming Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of names were mentioned. And most yeah. of them repeated again and again because those are favourites and they are quite good, actually. That's why mm, They are, they them. are good, I do, right? do have to admit. Two of them we'll be reviewing later in the show. Yes. But yeah. now, it's time to give our review on... Oh, I'm back again. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing my little Mortal Kombat dance just now. MMA fighter. Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Well, if only the movie was that way, actually, to be told. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, that movie, uh, Mortal Kombat 2021, is actually a reboot of um, the movie franchise in the mid-90s. If any of you guys are young enough or old enough, uh, to watch it based on a video game franchise of the same name. It was supposed to be directed by James Wan, a mm. comment guy. Yeah. Right? But uh, he later gave it to Simon McCoy and he became executive producer instead. Mm-hmm. Um, Gianni, how do you feel about this film? How I feel? Mm. You know, it actually, it's, it's actually not that bad, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. until they all went to America. Oh. <laughs> which was 10 minutes like into the film. 10 minutes, those are the best 10 minutes of the film. Yeah, the and then after minutes. the 10 minutes, it was just, so sorry. <sighs> okay. I, you know, yeah, I've, I, 
I only heard of the whole franchise thing like on the name of the game itself. Like. Oh, man. So yeah, I mean, I went to it kind of like with the same knowledge as, I don't know, Godzilla or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I know nothing about it, like, basically. <laughs> but just, yeah, watching it as a non-fan myself, okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> so much sighing this I know. This <laughs> you yourself, wouldn't it? Like, I'll just, okay, good stuff. Costuming visuals fights. The stunt mm. team, okay, stunt choreographers, I give it to them. They were really good. Mm-hmm. But it didn't save the film at all. No. You yeah, know, no um, the story just really overthrew it. You know, I feel the characters were such a cliche. I know that some of them are really, you know, they are the characters of mm-hmm. the you know, the, the game thing. See, this is how knowledgeable I am. The game <laughs> no, no. thing is, Yeah, the yes. game thing. But, you know, like, um, and you did tell me that you at Kano, yes, he's kind of like this British guy who's now in Australia. But, you know, I still don't get why, you know, there's this Australian, you know, playing it that's that's basically Crocodile Dundee with a laser for an eye. Yeah. You know, it just makes makes all Australians feel like Crocodile Dundee is a big thing back then, all right? It was, it was a big yeah. thing back then, and now you, you repeat the same thing with the whole blade and everything, but just, yeah. Mm. Um, but the story is especially the end. You know, it's a movie called Mortal Kombat, but it's safe for me to say that it's to say for the people out there. Why is there no Mortal Kombat? Oh, yeah, guys, um, a little uh, spoiler review here. <laughs> Mortal Kombat never happened. It's actually supposed to be renamed as pre-Mortal Kombat. Yeah, or might as just say, oh, this is the start of a new franchise. Yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Right? Why not? Why why call it that then? Uh, I have so many things to say, but... Pre-game, la, not end-game. It's game. a pre-game, not end-game. Yeah. Yes, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and the problem is, like, you have a lot of characters here are kind of, like, wasted in a film that is not even the real match itself. That's the issue. Um, Some of the actors are really good. Like, I really love Joe Talsim. Right, this Indonesian guy. Uh, the, 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 the the one that was... Sub-Zero. Yes. Yeah, so... Obi Han. Yes. He was good. I love Hiroki Hanzo has... Yeah, he... Oh, my goodness. That, the that first 10 minutes of the film, just watch him. That's all you need. Because these two guys are in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. After that, right, everything else, some of them were great. Some of them were okay, okay. But literally, the writing was the thing that really pissed me off. Actually. Yeah. It got lazy. Same issue with, uh, I think, mm. even Mulan. I mentioned this many times. Mulan has Chi. This one has Arcana. So if you guys watch this film, you more or less understand what I'm talking about. If you don't watch it, it's okay. Just go to my Facebook and you can read all... You can read my essay on this thing right now. If okay, it's out there. I do think that Mortal Kombat is basically Mulan's brother. You know, other half. <laughs> isn't it? Same, same, but <laughs> different but still two same. Years, it's the pandemic of films today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it was supposed to be good. You have all the mistakes done already. Why do you still repeat it? That's a good question. Guys, if you want to watch Mortal Kombat-ish things, watch Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge that came out in 2020. Animated stuff, but just as gory or even more gory than this one, right? If but you better go, story. If you go to the cinemas, yeah, it's better story. And in the cinemas, if you go there right now, it, they will actually not really censor, but they will zoom in when someone gets killed. So in a way, it kind of like gets, you know, whatever. Lah. Yeah, it gets compromised. Score. 5 over 10. Oh, you are nicer than me. Uh, 4.2 mm-hmm. out of 10. Right? Because um, you're a fan, you know. Yeah, like, that's why. Um, I, I, gave it, I gave it a 5 because I was like, you know, this is really bad. I want to give it a 4. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, but then the fights were, you know, really good. I was like, I'll give that one point no, no, to, this, to the choreography the team. fight, just the one in the front. That's what you the meant. What? <laughs> the what? It's the fight that you like. Oh, the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I get it. Uh, I think that is all we, we, we should be giving in this segment because <laughs> it's too much already. After this movie... There's not much anyway. 
we need we need a palate cleanser after this. Yeah. This talk. Mm-hmm. So maybe a soul cleanser even. Oh, that would be nice. You know, that sounds really you know nice. Right. So coming right up, we're gonna talk a little bit about an unknown movie by Pixar. <laughs> a little. First, I movie. never heard it. <laughs> Called Soul. On right here on KK Twelve FM. KK Twelve FM. Listen, talk, and connect. Welcome back to the show, Darren here. And Gianni here. Guys, before the break, we bore our souls to you about Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the same again this time around, but for Pixar's latest film, Soul. Yes! Woohoo! You know what that's going to say? Joe Gardner! <laughs> I did it! I got the gig! What happened? Did you get the gig? It is that was exactly <laughs> what happened. That was exactly what happened. <laughs> well, guys, the story is actually about Joe Gardner. You hear his name already, basically. Uh, middle school music teacher. Mm-hmm. He's trying to reunite his, the soul of his body uh, to his body itself again. Uh, um, after they got accidentally separated just before his big break as a jazz musician. Yeah. Very simple premise, but my goodness, this movie is one of a kind, I think. Mm. You know, with people like Jamie Foxx in it, Tina Fey, Graham Norton, and many others out there. But I uh, just want to say that this movie so far has already won two Golden Globe Awards, two mm. BAFTAs, three Oscar nominations. Gianni, what do you think? Oh, I've got actually nothing but good things about it. Please do say I mean, everything because we need to cleanse our palate right now. <laughs> Because of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you're looking at one of Pixar's best, to be honest. Like, they, I mean, they are among the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know, like, from Pixar, even their worst is not that bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, even the short film that I watched before it, which was Burrow, you know, if you watch it mm-hmm. in cinemas, there's this short film that plays before. It was so enjoyable. It was so nice. It yes. was, And now Burrow is actually nominated um, for best short animation at the Oscars, as expected. Yeah, so good for them. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a rich story with great characters. The they had even great performances. A lot of they know they know how to get the people, of course, because it's Pixar mm-hmm. getting on the big people. Um, but you know, even hearing Graham Norton, I had no idea it was Graham Norton oh, until I the knew credits roll. I watched too many of his clips. Oh, uh, you could hear his voice. Yeah. But yeah, like Tina Fey. Um, even Richard Ayuadi, they oh, got yes. him. I loved him so much in it. And um, Rachel House, which was Rachel House, I really enjoyed. <laughs> That's Terry. Uh, <laughs> she was great. They were all really good. The animation, oh my goodness! Nothing I mean, bad. people bad. say that like every new Pixar film is kind of just like an exercise on what one new thing they had yes. to improve. You yes. know, like with Nemo, they were trying out with um, water. lighting, water and lighting. Yes. And then with like, you know, Toy Story, the the reflections, mm-hmm. you know, and fabric in their characters mm-hmm. and all that. With, um, I kind of wrote it a bit like in my Instagram review, but yeah, with Soul, I think for this one, for them, it was like, like for the music, you know, because uh, I, I, by the way, I like know a bit of music myself. Oh. Um, so, just even looking at how, by the way, so like when, when those are actually music notes they really are playing, mm-hmm. but how they match them yeah. to where all their fingers are. Yes. If you really even focus on the fingers and how they're playing the, you know, the saxophone and the piano and all that, yeah. it's not just a simple, you click play that kind of thing. You know, there's a lot of bore and joints and a lot mm-hmm. of things. So like that, and it was so good, you know, for me, like how they were, it was just so smooth. And it seemed like actually people were just doing it. You know, but yeah. it's all just animation. All animation. They did a lot of studies. They had a lot of cameras pointed towards the musicians. Yeah. 
Um, so just we're talking about a lot of technicality, technical stuff lah for this film. Mm. So everything about it is almost perfect. In fact, I'm just saying almost perfect because I'm not sure if it's it has any issues. Yeah, but it's actually quite good. But story wise, like did you, I mean. The the person who came up with Pig Doctor, right? Pig Known Doctor. for like monstersing and mm. up and inside out. Where you just have all these wild stories. Like when you say it's a simple premise, mm-hmm. I don't actually quite. I mean, at the heart of it, I suppose it is. But no, like, who the thinks of, of it? The question of it is just yeah. The what question is the meaning of life. Yeah. Simple question, but actually a very difficult thing to answer. Mm. And for whatever reason, a child or like a children's film makes us adults when we watch it question everything that we know and believe about what yeah. we know about life. Mm. Like immediately after watching that gun, I had uh, three days of just thinking and rethinking about my life again. It's just weird. Yeah, that's the point of Pixar films, <laughs> especially from Pete Doctor. You know, exactly. Um, he has made a lot of films like, what if animals could talk? What if fish could talk? What if monsters could talk? What if what, what what if no? What was inside out? What if our minds could talk? Our personalities what if, could what talk. What if feelings could have a, a soul? Yeah. Now we we're talking about what if. Souls what? have souls. No, no, I was about to go there, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> once again, guys, this is one of those films that you don't miss. I'm sad to say that, of course, if you go to the cinemas right now, you might not find it. So mm. if you have Disney+, Plus, that's the way to go. If not, you kind of have to wait until Astro has it. Yeah, it is on Apple TV as well. Oh, great. But you can only purchase it at the moment, yeah. But it is worth it, guys. Mm. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. My score for this is very high. Yeah. 9.8 out of 10. It's good. I mean, like, I... Because I don't find any faults in it. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a full 10 over 10. This is my very first 10 over 10, I think. But I would not disagree with you. you know, and, and that's why, like, I we kind of discussed this just a little bit. Like, why is it not a Best Picture nomination? Mm, it should you be. Know? It, should, it be. should be. Well, guys, you should watch this film, right? Um, but if you've missed it, I'm so sorry. Maybe it's some time for, for you to do some soul searching or anything. Um, <laughs> On your own. <laughs> get it? No, I was kidding. Anyways, we have one more movie to review. So stay with us to hear about Promising Young Woman right here on KK12 FM. 89.5 KK12 FM. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. It's me, Darren. And it's me, Jenny. <laughs> it's too of weird. Course, of, of course, we can't hear our listeners. <laughs> Don't they can hear us. Um, well, guys, you're still tuning in to Wayang, where we talk movies, and so far we've talked about Mortal Kombat, Soul, and now we're going to be talking about another Oscar-nominated film, Promising Young Woman. I guess you could say. Was it reported? Yes. Do you know who Nina spoke to? You. Promising Young Woman, a black comedy thriller, is written, directed, anchor, produced by Emerald Fennell that uh, we know from The Crown. She plays Camilla and she's a writer for Killing Eve. You didn't know that, right? Now you did. You know, didn't care, but now I do. But you watched The Crown. <laughs> uh, oh, bits of it. Yeah. But yeah, she was Camilla. She played Camilla in The yes. Crown. Oh Only now, yeah, right, right. Oh, when you, oh, I was like looking at her face, I'm like, she looks so familiar. Camilla. But yeah, that's her Emirate for now. Remember that name. Mm. Uh, the film is about a woman, Cassie, who seeks to avenge the death of her best friend who was a victim of sexual assault. Mm. Karen Mulligan plays Cassie, and um, joining her are Bo Burnham, Alison Brie, 
sorry, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge, Levin Cox, Connie Britton, and a sprinkle of other little cameos from other actors as well, such as Adam Brody and Sam Richardson. This film has been nominated um, at the BAFTAs last week. Six nominations with two wins, Best right. Original Screenplay and Outstanding British Film. Mm-hmm. And with the Oscars, they have five nominations, sorry, nominations to go along with them, including Best Film, Best Director and Best Actress for Mulligan. Very strong, actually. The nominations, yeah. yeah. I keep on seeing like they were nominated for like um, Best Screenplay, Best Screenplay. Mm-mm. So that's the writing must be interesting, actually. I thought it was an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. you know, before well, much anyway. Well, that's that's how I felt about the film actually. Mm-hmm. It felt like something you've never watched before, in a sense. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Do I need to? Do you want me to continue on? No, no. Go ahead. Right, like, yeah. tell me, tell me what you no, think about it's su- it. It's such a different thing. When it was uh, promoted, right? The film it says like it's a revenge film, and all that. In my mm. mind, I was thinking Kill Bill. I was thinking at least Hard Candy. Or um, what's it, Gone Girl? Yeah, at least yeah. even Gone Girl, right? So when I watch it, and this this actually affected my my first viewing, viewing of the, film. Of the yeah. Um, I didn't have a very good impression of the film. Mm-hmm. I think my second viewing, I get past those things that in, in my mind that I had, and when I watch it, I can appreciate the cinematography, the design, the sets. Um, everything was intentional actually in terms of the design. Yes, yes, so that very was good. interesting. I like yeah. it that mm-hmm. way. Um, interesting stuff. Just that I guess you have to come in like. I mean, this is one of those films that I would say don't watch the trailer before you watch this film. <laughs> no, but like, um, so I didn't watch the trailer mm. because I don't watch trailers before, you know, I watched the film. Okay. Because of that, you know, notion thing where you might you might have this, you know, forced perspective exactly. of what you think you watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I, I'll say like when I was in there, I was actually like, I was really confused at first. Okay. I was wondering what the film was like, where it was kind of going. Because at uh, one side, you kind of get the lighter, what you call the black comedy romantic drama thing. Yes. And then on the other side, you kind of have the thriller parts. Mm. You know, which I think that f- uh, for Emerald Fennel, she was trying to kind of blend these two genres. They're kind of, in a way, they are really opposing genres. And uh, to blend them, it is quite hard. I feel like it does make sense. I felt like it made it more realistic. Because to be frank, when you look at this, it's not Kill Bill because a woman is not going to go in there in terms of revenge, start cutting people down. Like, okay. You don't have much of a physical presence in the room, especially the last part, the end, yeah. when she went to the party, right? Like it was very clear that she knew she might not be able to come back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So I always felt like, okay, this is very realistic. Like how would a woman approach this situation? Right. So I felt like, you know, the way it was done, even the way it was shot, because it was like straight in your face, right? Like, it's not from an angle, which means that you need to look at her straight in the face, eye to eye. You can't run away from the situation. A very uncomfortable feel. Only after, like, thinking about it for a while, I realised, you know what? That's what they're trying to do. But didn't you feel it was quite segregated, though? Like, for for one good part, I think the music, like, on its own, uh, composed by Anthony Willis, by the way, was really good, but, like... I felt they also kind of s- segregated the film. Like, it clearly tell you, okay, this is thriller, and it clearly tell you that this is, you know, romantic drama comedy. It does give you that feel. But mm-hmm. then again, I think, I felt that it was intentional when I watched this one. Okay, so it's fine. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, you want those good things to happen, but at the same time, you cannot trust those things as well. 
right? Yeah. So they want you to have that thing. They keep, always keep you on your edge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fair so enough. My my review would maybe 7.6 out of 10. Pretty high mm. for that. <laughs> yeah. Like on Instagram, I gave it 2.5 over 5, which would translate to a 5 over 10. Um, so I'll give it a 5.5 over 10 here. If I want to be really generous, I'll give it a 6. Yeah. Understandable. Completely yeah. understandable. Mm-hmm. It is one of those films. But guys, it's also one of those films that I guess... I would still encourage people to watch. Yeah. It just, can be uneasy a bit. Mm, all right? But that's the whole point. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, there you go. Our thoughts on Mortal Kombat Soul and Promising Young Woman. Coming up next, another Promising Young Woman, Gianni, will be <laughs> spilling the tea, as they say, what? on some movie news. I'm all good. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. people. I'm all good. So, you know, so don't go anywhere. Uh, stick with us right here on KK12 FM. 89.5 KK12 FM And we are back on Wayang. My name is Jenny. And I'm Darren. And here now right now are some news from Hollywood. Now first up, Helen McCrory, the English actress that we all knew as the fearless Aunt Polly Gray. You know, from the uh, the Peaky Blinders series mm-hmm. and Narcissa Malfoy for all the Harry Potter fans uh, has sadly died on the 16th of April after a battle with cancer. Her other works include Hugo, Skyfall, Loving Vincent, even his Dark Materials among many, many other things. Oh, yes. Um, yes, more than 20 years of experience in theatre including many Shakespeare plays. I know, Darren, you are a Peaky Blindness fan. Mm-hmm. Right, you kind of got me into it, I think. Um, so hearing <laughs> about good. hearing about this, I mean, it is really sad, isn't it? Because she's such a br- she was such a brilliant actress. Very brilliant. Um, one of the powerhouse in that show. It's uh, one of the main characters. Mm, yeah. So losing her will be a big deal. I know. But I think they've really shot the final season. So oh. I don't know if it affects. They did continue a bit, but whether like how yeah how we'll continue without her, exactly. we'll, we'll just have to see. Sad times. Mm-hmm. Her death was announced by husband actor Damien Lewis on Twitter, mm-hmm. where he stated that Helen McCrory has died peacefully at home, surrounded by a wave of love from friends and family. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Moving on, in Marvel news, it's quite a bit going on because you know Marvel just moves on pandemic or no pandemic they know very how to adjust <laughs> yeah, yeah I think well just the very first big one that we can talk about um, Shang-Chi Shang-Chi Shang- Shang-Chi <laughs> and the legend of the ten, ring, the ten Rings the trailer just came out did I just hear you say the legend of the tambourines Ten Rings <laughs> Ten Rings <laughs> that would be a way different oh, <laughs> movie okay. but it is uh, Marvel's first film to focus on an Asian superhero yep. uh, so Simu, Li- Simu Liu mm-hmm. uh, from Kim's Convenience plays Shang-Chi yep. a martial artist who has been trained to be an assassin since childhood by the Ten Rings organisation but tries to escape to San Francisco to have a normal life so the film follows his journey as he has to comfort his past that he thought he has left behind there's you know a whole there's a plethora of actors joining him as well as any other Marvel movie we have Aquafina Tony Long Michelle Yafala Chen Meng Zhang I'm hoping I'm saying that right Florian Montano Ronnie Chang you you watched the trailer yes. Darren what did you make of it um I I still haven't seen enough of Shang-Chi actually I don't know why this trailer ends with Aquafina like being the star of it 
<laughs> I feel like you know we we are using her a lot these few years. Yeah, because people are like, who's Simo Liu? Is it right? Yeah, but at the same time, I'm looking forward to it because you know um, there's a lot of lore behind all this. The story is slightly different from the comics, but it looks like you know what this promise. We just have to cross our fingers on this one. Mm-hmm. For me, after watching Mortal Kombat and Mulan, my only hope for this is that it doesn't suck. I'm I'm a bit more positive on this because Tony Leung is in there. Okay, yeah, big big, big, fa- big, big guy. So it's uh, this film is expected to be released this year, September mm-hmm. the third. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Yep. On Disney Plus news, which we don't have anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there's this new series coming up called Secret Invasion. Oh yes. Yeah, following a group of what's it, rogue like alien. Uh, so this this is a group called Skrulls, and it just follows like this rogue. You know, group of them that you know people are trying to just prevent them from you know catastrophic effects and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Olivia Coleman and Emilia Clark are in talks to join the series. I Olivia Coleman, you know, I joining Marvel. They're not confirming. They're still in talks. It said in talks. It Marvel technically hasn't officially put out. These two people are in already. Um, but if they do join, they will join. Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn in it, and yeah. filming expected to begin in late to 2021 in UK and Europe. Not surprising. I have some characters in mind for them already, but mm. you know, as the time goes by, we'll see. We shall see. Yes. Um, and I think that's all the time we have for the news. Oh, that's all the time. Mm. All right. Well, guys, um, that is the fifth episode. This is the fifth episode. Yes. Well, we want to see you again on the six. Mm-hmm. So, just thank you guys for sticking around with us this whole show and all these other weeks. We really appreciate you and your support to all of us. Mm-hmm. And if you missed out on earlier bits of the show, you know what? Don't fret. You can just catch up on this uh, when it gets uploaded as a podcast, and you can find us on Spotify and Anchor. Just type in Kiki Twelve FM. And you know, for your fellow friends who don't uh, have a radio or don't have that privilege to listen to radio, just ask them to find the podcast. We're all there. You know, we would like to welcome any questions, comments, or suggestions that you have. You know, anything, just chuck it at us. Uh, please WhatsApp zero one six nine seven one seven five one five. That's zero one six nine seven one seven five one five. And please, of course, as well, find us on our social medias. Find us on Kiki social media. Mm-hmm. And Darren and I social medias as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will obviously be back two weeks again uh, within two weeks, uh, but before we go, as per tradition, yes. guys, uh, we have a quote, and this time the quote is from Soul, one of my favorite parts of the film actually. Mm, very right? poignant. Very poignant, right? Uh, two characters, Dorothea and what's the name already? How come I forgot his name now? Joe. 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 Yes, they were talking, and Dorothea was telling Joe. I heard this story about a fish. He swims up to this older fish and says, "I'm trying to find this thing they call the ocean." The ocean says the older fish. That's what you're in right now. This says the younger fish. This is water. What I want is the ocean. Guys, have a good day. Have a good life. See you again in two weeks. Think about your soul. Right here, we will see you on Kick It Off FM. Whether your choice of music is jazz, pop, or R&B, we have that variety of music for everyone's listening pleasure.
You are tuned in to the best radio station in town, 89.5 KK12FM.